listeners. For this special episode, we are doing a season one wrap up. We're going to kind of hit on the books that we DNF'd that actually didn't make it into the podcast or finished reading in our buddy reads and then rank all of the books from season one from least to favorite to top favorite. So that's what you're in for on this episode. And we're going to start off with the DNFs. Yep. Which DNF stands for did not finish. And the first one on the series is the Bay Falls series. So Wasn't that by like Jackson something. Oh yeah. We probably should have here i'm pulling it up right now okay jackson kidman okay the bay falls high series sorry yep so this so this series book is a lie (laughs) so there's three books in like with the original group and then i think it continues with a different a different gal i got two book I think I was halfway through book two when I finally gave up and couldn't couldn't read anymore. And I think you actually finished it, or at least I did finish finish it. I I did finish it. Yeah, but I only did the first trilogy. Yes. Yeah. If I remember correctly, I was super excited because I thought it was going to be a reverse harem, but it turned out to not be a reverse harem, and that pissed me off. Is this yeah. the one where she runs into the tree? Yes. Okay. And that's yeah. literally the I only was... thing that kept us going for, well, for me, like the first <laughs> one and a half books. And then I was like, oh my God, I just need to know why she ran into a tree at this point. Like, I don't care about anything else. Yeah. I was upset because this is classified as a reverse harem and it is a lie. And if you lie to me, then we have problems. So I was very upset. She only ends up with one of the guys at the end. It was just. I don't need, yeah, apps, no, just don't. This is why I only kept on reading it because it's like, when are they all going to get together? And we wanted to know why she crashed into the tree, right? Because there was like a prologue or a foreshadowing yeah. of that. And it was, yeah, no. Yeah. Just no. I, I there was no redeeming quality in, like the spice was non-existent slash not good the guys were irritating. She was mm-hmm. so redundant. Like she kept saying the same things over and over. I, so yeah, I just couldn't. I am not a bully in a romance lover anyway. So this was like, I was done. This, this I think is the one. And I hope we're not bashing the wrong series, or at least I'm not bashing. This is the one where it's like, it's it's new adults, so they're, you know, they're in this final year of high school, but it's this criminal organization or secret society or whatever, and these teenagers are making these grand life decisions for the town and the population and the society and all the things, and that's great, but then they have this one moment where they become fucking stupid and they make a stupid decision. And I'm pretty sure this is the one where his mom's like, you cannot bring her. You have to bring the other girl. And what does he do? He calls his mom and says, Oh, I'm not bringing her. I'm bringing so-and-so. And without when they're supposed to have the element of surprise because they're trying to catch her or like whatever. And I'm like, that's fucking stupid. Absolutely not. Like you cannot have them in these high positions to be making decisions. And all of a sudden they make a stupid mistake. Like let's give away half our plot. No more longer the surprise element because he was pretty adamant. We can't tell my mom. We can't let my mom find out. Da 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 da. And then he just calls her and tells her. Yeah, I didn't read that. 
So I can't even. I'm pretty sure. Right <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And this is another thing. I hate it when they don't have the names of the characters in the blurb. I already have issues with remembering shit, and this does not help at all. That's fair. Yeah, I just couldn't couldn't get behind it. Yeah. So that's number one. The second one. Yeah. The second one is that, that sick, sick love. Okay, hold on. Who is that by? Let me confirm this is correct. Yep. So this is uh, That Sick Love by Jesse Hall. How far did you get into this book? Because I finished it. And I know you didn't. <laughs> I, I, I think I got to the part where he told her that he buried that dude in her backyard. And that was it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And she said yes to go into the stupid dance with the one dude, son. And I'm oh, just yeah. like, no. Just... Just no, I can't. So that was like what I was at 10, 12 chapters in, and I was like, absolutely not. Yeah. So I ended up finishing it, but I ended up skimming a lot of the last, probably at least third, if not half. And it's almost 500 pages, which did not need to happen at all. At all. And so many people raved about this book being like, about it. phenomenal. And I'm yeah. like, what part? Tell me what chapter and I'll read that. Let me see if I have, hold on. I'm going to see if I have any highlights. I just clicked on the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I don't think I, I hated Bay Halls. Bay Halls. Bay Falls. From, I can't like, even get the name right. I can't even get the name right. Let's see. Yeah, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, I have notes highlighted from that sick love. I'm surprised. Oh, I have one. This is my one quote that I have. I have 20. It's highlights. 13%. Oh, shit. It's 13% of the way in the book. Okay. He knows the depths of my insanity. Serving time together will have you making friends you never thought you would. Keep a company with all the wrong people. The people that find your creative criminal and shine it into something more intriguing and more talented than ever before. Prison is an education. One I gained many skills from. <laughs> That's the only quote I have. So there were a lot of like, I mean, there's there's a ton of religious themes throughout the book and it's twisted obviously you're talking dark romance so of course it's going to be twisted and I had a whole, I I had a hard time with it from the standpoint of it was oh my gosh I used bombastic language there was so much bombastic language throughout the book that I like she would go into this long prose and I would come out of the story every single time because it didn't fit the story, the plot, the character. Because you have all of this, like he would take a verse and he would twist it for it to reference almost like it was him. And she was supposed to, ref like he was supposed to be her God type of thing. And that I was like, okay, whatever. But then to have all of like the religious prose and that, it was just so over the top. And so it tried to be intellectual and really all it did was bury the whole entire plot, the story, the characters under language that didn't need to be used. And again, my opinion. Now, Spice, <laughs> I enjoyed the Spice quite a lot in this series, like I don't think I got anything with as far as I, I with, with as far as I read. 
Like there was some tension um, and some angst, which obviously I'm an angst whore. But uh, yeah, I think the last scene I was reading was maybe I read a little bit further. She was they're playing Hunter or he's got her running through the house and she's trying to get out, which that was really mm-hmm. hot, but it wasn't hot enough. to. I was just like, ugh, whatever. Yeah. It's the- one of those things. I put it down for a break and then nothing ever pulled me back to it. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, it got better after the first bit, but again, you get, he, you know, you have these long pros and you just get totally sucked out of this. Now there were several, this was my favorite scene. He go, they go to this, I think it was a club of some sort and Arrow, and I really liked his name, hated her name hated her i've never hated a character's name so much what was her name i don't even remember briony b-r-i-o-n-y yeah i hated it but they go to this club and she's like being trained by him and unleashed by him like she's felt all of these like dark urges throughout her life but because she's been raised to be pure and virgin and you know a religious icon so to speak in this cult church whatever she's always pushed to the side she's always felt wrong and dirty and all these things right so he's teaching her that these urges are totally normal it's fine blah 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 so she they go to this club and this guy that arrow knows his name is Knox, and he like disrespects not um arrow in some way i can't remember exactly but this is when i fell in love with her briony she says, I'm not missing anything, Knox, she says to him, her heel indenting the side of his face. And no one, especially not a strung out pimp from Detroit, disrespects Arrow in front of me. Now, open your mouth, she commands, pushing her pretty pink toenail against his lips and show me how good you can suck. Knox replies, marry me? He asks abruptly against <laughs> her foot. I think I'm in love with you. <laughs> See, oh my gosh, that sounds really great, but I do not want to read everything to get to that scene. Like, that's page 305, chapter 41. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely Like, at that point, you're well over halfway. Like, that was, like, seeing her step into this badass and take Pat, like, take that power back after it being stripped from her for so many years was so cool. So cool. But, like... You didn't need over half the book to get there. Mm-hmm. So, okay. like, what if you can get past the trigger, like, always, I'm always like, yes, this is a dark romance podcast, and you probably don't have a huge trigger list if you're listening to our podcast, but I always recommend, even still, double check your triggers. But if you can get past that, and then, like, the pros, there's some really, really fantastic scenes. I guess... If you're ever filling up to it, you can just mark those pages and I'll just read those pages. Probably not because you'll probably never read it again. And I don't no, want to. <laughs> never going to read it again. Now, in I'm, a I'm perfect world. Scenes. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll just read those pages. That's all. There you go. Okay. So, and then the final book that we DNF'd was Slash or Pass by, is it Taylor Page? It's T-Y-L-O-R. Tyler, Taylor. Sure, Taylor. Hi, Lore. I think you finished it. I got I to like the halfway point and I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. And then I just wanted to read about what the ritual is that they were preparing for. And then I read the ritual to the end. So I skipped like a chunk. 
Yeah. It was absolutely not. No. This, I was so excited about this. We picked it right around Halloween. So I was very much in mm-hmm. like a horror romance mood. And this was not it. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, I love how you set that up. That was great. <laughs> Sorry. Now, here's the thing if you want a parody of a Halloween horror romance, then this is the book for you. Like, if you don't want to go into this not taking it seriously, thinking it's the campy, it's like watching, God, what's a really bad horror movie? But you're just like, I can't stop watching it because it's just a train wreck. But it's kind of making me laugh. <laughs> That's what this book was for me. I just kept getting to points where I'm like, this is so stupid, but I can't stop rush. Like, I can't stop reading this train wreck. I feel like it had some really good, it had, it had really good potential, especially with like yes. the God and like, you know, what they were going for and why they were doing it and all the things. But yep. I feel like everything else was just trash. And I only have one quote from this book. Oh, I don't even one. know. What was it? It is because there was rules, right? Yeah. So rule 20, Constantine, it's okay to fuck the final girl if she's your wife. <laughs> There was just something about that I just really enjoyed. That's hilarious. Oh, man. I think, I think when I, when I, sorry, I think when ahead. I was looking it up, everybody was like, oh, pay attention to the rules. What's your favorite rule? And I guess that's my favorite rule, even though I, there might be another one from the chunk that I missed, but I thought that was hilarious. My favorite, I have a six. I don't, I don't know what that is. So oh. we'll go with five. But my favorite is she's, I think they're stalking this guy and she's like, it's in her head. She's like, yells at dogs. Another red flag. It's like, yes. Perfect. (laughs) I don't remember that. Yeah. But I mean, like that's page, yeah, 144. I also, I did like this one because I just thought it was ironic. It's page 30. He says, the idea of poisoning someone keeps the dark thoughts away. He followed me back inside. I put the tea kettle on the stove and turned the burner on. I turned back to him and grinned. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, hey, a girl's got to be prepared, right? Yeah, she does. So those were the three that were our DNFs that didn't make it. Yep. Although Jen wins because she, well, maybe we might be tied because you finished both That Sick Love and Slasher Pass. And I finished all three in the trilogy. So I feel like we're tied. Yeah, I'd say we're tied. Yeah, because you read the three I and I read three and a, a little bit of two of the big yeah. boss. So that was it. Okay, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's reflect back on this season's lineup. Jen and I were talking before we jumped on that we thought that we had more books for this lineup than we do, but apparently that's not the case. It just seems like a lot. But... But, I mean, you're talking, like, Sinner's Duet's two books, Madison Kate is four, Bonds That Tie is five, six? Six. And Never King is four. So, oh, and Dead Soldiers yeah, is two. Oh, so, wow. So we only had, yeah, that's why it feels like, it, like it's a lot. Yeah. I agree. So, All right. So bottom of the list, I feel like our bottom is going to be the same. My last one, was Sunshine and the Stalker. Yeah. Absolutely. That was, No. Yeah, agreed. Definitely last. I don't know if our 
So we have 10 books. We're counting the series as, as one set. So we have 10 that we have to rank. So number 10 is Sunshine and the Stalker for both of us. Yep. What's your number nine? <laughs> I feel like we might be, well, I don't know. You struck the hell out of me with your ranking. So maybe it's not going to be the same. I'm going to go with Perfect Strangers. That's my number nine too. Okay. I thought it might be. I thought it might be. Yeah, that but yeah, just not okay at all. Yeah, it's the middle part that I I haven't quite got figured out yet in the ranking, but yeah, I knew that those two were definitely going to be at the bottom, but mostly Sunshine and yeah. the Stalker for sure was going to be 10 because there was no stalking and that pissed me off. Yeah, agreed. Like he just comes up behind her or she comes up behind him. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, the middle's going to be hard. I've got my next one. The next one for me You're is number 8. Easy. Yeah, and I bet you can figure out which one it is. The Ritual. Yeah. Just fuck that book. Just l- listen, if Perfect Strangers and Sunshine and the Stalker weren't so bad, the ritual would be at the bottom. <laughs> 100%. This is okay. I, I, I'm, mm, I can't get my words out because I'm stuck. I don't, I have an idea of what my number eight is, but I feel like I might change it after we do this ranking. I feel like I might my know number, what number eight is. Do you want to take a guess? Yeah. I think it's okay. Fulcric. No. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? Dead Soldiers versus Taylors. Really? So when I'm thinking about ranking these, I'm thinking about them. Am I ever going to reread them? Okay. All right. That's fair. Yeah. That's how I'm like looking at these because some of them are really great. Some of them are not. Some of them are in the middle, but I'm like, how wh- do you differentiate? Yeah. Yeah, so my thought was, would I reread Dead Soldiers versus Taylors? And the answer is no. No. Yeah, agreed. Mm-mm. So so what's your number seven? This is the, the seven through four is where I'm kind of stuck at right now. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like Dead Soldiers for seven. Yeah? Yeah. Because there's not another one on there that I don't like more. Yeah. Final answer. <sighs> So my number seven that I have right now written down is Madison Kate. Really? Because out of all the Tate James I read, that one was my least favorite. But I feel like that's not fair. We're comparing them to each other, not other books. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But then I'm looking at everything else that's kind of left over. And I feel like I would reread all the other ones before I would read Madison Kate again. I think we're only going to be off by one because, I mean, that would be my next. Yeah, that would be my next one, too. See, my next one, or what's your, so that's your number six? Yeah. So my next one is the Sinner's Duet. Yeah. I li- I really like the Sinner's Duet. <laughs> I know. But I can't decide where it's going to land. Okay, hold on. I had to write mine down. Yeah, I'm going to have to write mine down, too, because I'm getting lost. Not that that takes a whole lot. Okay, yeah. All right, I've landed. Okay. So what was your six? Your six was Madison Kate? Okay, so my six was Sinners Duet. Okay, so what's your five? Your number five. Hold on. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Flip Trick. Oh, okay. Mine was The Ritual. The Ritual is number five for me. (laughs) Did you ever read the other two? No. No. Hmm. I'll get to them one day. Yeah. Okay, so what's your number four? Never King, the Never King series. 
That's my number four too. No. <laughs> yeah, like I I could see my and especially because they are such short reads, potentially see myself reading it again. The spice was really good. I really like the story. Blah 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 blah. Okay, and your number three, Sinners Duet. I really liked it. I mean, it was in our, it was in my, I think it was an, was it an honorable mention? Maybe it was number six for my top reads of 2023. I think it was your number I feel like six. I had to throw in a dark romance in there and I just, I did, I really liked it. I love their, <laughs> I love their story. I love their relationship. So my number three is Flip Trick. I am shocked that that is as high up on your list as it was. Because I feel like you did not like it at all. I didn't, but then I'm looking at everything else, and I would reread Flip Trick probably before I ever read The Vicious Kings, and I would reread it before The Ritual or any of the other ones that are behind it, because out of all of them, that one had the most angst. And of course, I would flip through, and Flip Trick, I would skip the parts that I didn't like that pissed me off, and then imagine the ending that you and I created, and then I'd be happy. It was really hard. Like like I said, like six through three like was really, like I didn't... Maybe three and six might flip. Maybe Sinner's Duet would be my third and then Flip Trick would be my sixth. I'm not sure. I just knew what my last two were going to be and I knew what my top two were going to be. That was it. Everything else, I'm just winging it. Yeah. Top two and top three or top two and bottom three were easy. But yeah, everything else is more difficult. Yeah. So I feel like this is where we're going to be backwards maybe on the top two. (laughs) What's your number two? Well, dang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we might be backwards. But I would also be totally okay with the way you rank it too. So my number two is Bond. Or yeah, Bonds. And my number two is Butcher and Blackbird. Yeah. Which, I mean, is is fair. I feel like that's almost... And I know we're doing like... We're ranking the books from the season. But I feel like that's almost like apples and oranges. Like, oh, yeah, for in, sure. In a real world scenario, they'd be tied. Oh, I agree. Because they would be in their own categories. Yes. I agree with that 100%. But I have reread Bonds at tie at least three times just this year in and itself. I have only read Butcher and Blackbird once. I, uh, yeah, I've only read it. I've only read both of them once. But yeah, I have the audio of Butcher and Blackbird okay. and I've started it. I just haven't finished it yet. So that wasn't too bad. We had a good season one. Season two is going to be really great too. I'm so excited for season two. I mean, I've 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 loved this so much, and I'm so excited to do more with it in the coming season because my life went off the rails <laughs> for the last three months. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> two months, oh. two and a half months, whatever it was. So I'm yeah. I'm really excited to be able to like really dive into things for season two should we close out yeah okay listeners why don't you go ahead and rank seasons one with us and tell us what your favorite is okay readers and where does the darkness rate with you 
Thank you for joining us on the journey into the shadows of love, where dark romance stories come to light. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Bones of the Story as much as we did. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to us. And to stay updated on all things dark romance, follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We'd also love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, ideas, or even your own dark romance stories with us. Drop us a line at bonesofthestory at gmail.com. Remember, our next tantalizing episode is just around the corner, so keep your hearts open and your senses sharp. Until then, embrace the darkness and let the stories continue to stir your deepest desires. This is Misty and Jen signing signing off from from Bones Bones of the Story. Story.